Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy, Robert, here once again. Tiny table, big room, good conversation. This is the episode you've been waiting for. It is the episode you've been been waiting for. We've been teasing it for two weeks now. Uh, (laughs) That's right. We really have been. We have. We have. I don't know know how that happened. Both episodes prior to this, there was- We just caught some unction. We just kind of went somewhere and we got somewhere and- so this episode was birthed out of a pre-good talk conversation. That's my baby. It's, 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 it's a newborn. It's a newborn episode. We started having a conversation. Well, okay, it was really, it's more like Robert started having a conversation with, like, with by Robert. himself. <laughs> I just happened to be next to him. So good. And then I could tell uh, he was the one to actually talk about it. So I think this is what we're going somewhere. So do you remember what you were talking about? I do, but before we get there, I got to say, I went back and watched uh, parts of the Colton Dixon interview again. When you did the intro, mm-hmm. his face. Oh, yeah. He was just like, <laughs> he's so like, like I, I wonder, <laughs> Colton, listen, buddy, I'd love to get a DM from you. Uh, what were you thinking in that moment when Cody just went full send with it? Welcome! I feel like he was for it, though. He seemed no, like he, he was did. with it. Like yeah. He was like, all right, I didn't expect this, but I'm here. But I'm here. <laughs> I just wondered, like, you know how sometimes you can walk into those situations and you you think you, you've got this preset sure. idea. Okay, this is going to be professional. This is going to be awesome. These guys got it together. And then something like that happens, and in your mind you're like, wait, <laughs> what is actually happening here? <laughs> what questions are these guys uh, going to ask me? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but you know, I feel like we immediately went professional afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I, Listen, we're, uh, we're professionally fun. You, you know will I mean? not meet a more two professional people than Cody and myself. Yes. With that pros. being said, is yeah, we're good. <laughs> you never know if your flies open. You got to check it every once in a while. All right, got weird. So that cool. Is the fear, you know, like when it you're is such a like. Fear. There's been times where students, if you're listening, you can either use this to like hurt me or help me oh, but, no. like, oh, but sometimes no. when i people it's like see people when i people when i people when i see people snickering i'm like my immediate thought is is my fly down <laughs> like you know what i mean like if i like if i see students like laughing to one another, like crap what did i do like yeah like it's my fly down like is there something on my pants like are i you know that's yeah i don't know why that's my immediate thoughts like there's something in my crotchal region that is funny right now <laughs> every <laughs> service i get on stage i always check it it is, it is just, it, I, like, I don't even have to think about it anymore. It's just such a reaction. Like, I just casually reach down. I make it look like I'm adjusting my belt. Just give it a little but extra like my, tug. But, like, my one there. little finger just reaches down to make sure the old zipper's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fear uh, produces action, dude. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I know that's terrible, but it's so funny. We do stuff sometimes based off of fear. Like, I am fearful that my fly is going to be open and it's going to ruin the whole I feel like we have to be careful because so. we could probably do an episode on that as well and we yeah we really could <laughs> put We're, a pin next episode you guys will finally get the one <laughs> put a pin in it oh i was gonna right. say something we we what what exactly is the definition and i really should know this so i'm gonna make myself look super ignorant but what's a memoir memoir a memoir yeah isn't that like a memoir i believe is kind of like uh, it's kind of like an autobiography. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a person's. Uh, let me look it up. I want to make sure I get it right. But it's kind of like an it, autobiography. If it's what I think it is, we should write one for youth ministry because woo we do we have some stories, man. I was gonna say I feel like it's kind of like a collection of stories. Yeah, a historical account or mm. biography written from personal knowledge or special sources. Yeah. Yeah. So we should write a memoir for and that's a fun word to say anyway am so i, I saying this, it right this i say really so have to be an wrong. autobiography memoir memoir mem- okay mem- yeah mem- so mem- she published a short memoir of her husband mm. so that's it yeah so i guess like you if you have um first-hand knowledge like the gospels are probably memoirs gotcha 
Look yeah. at that. Yeah. History. History. All right. So here's the thing. Have you ever played a video game? Yes. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Conversation <laughs> over. I have played video games. I play video games from time to time. It's been a while. From but, time you know. to time. It has been a while. So... Uh, and I think that this is becoming more and more trendy. I think even um, some you said last time that some movies are doing this now. Yeah. So you didn't really finish what, what you. Cool. Yeah. So <laughs> you're playing, and instead of just like, okay, here's the mission, like Zelda. Gosh, I love Zelda. You had yes. to go like find the Ocarina of Time or whatever it was, and you had to do like these certain quests, and you had to do these things. But then it kind of there was this evolution because you know they're always trying to make video games. What's the next thing? And they were like, do you want to do a? Go talk to the village people. B, go climb this mountain. Or C, you know what I mean? And so, like, it, so my question is, though, mm -hmm. if you choose all these specific answers or if you choose all these specific answers, in the video game, is the end and already preset no matter what your answers are going to be? I think there's certain games that there are kind of, like, uh, you have certain liberties to do your own decisions, but you will still ultimately end up at the, the end goal that you're supposed <laughs> to end up at. But I do know that there are certain games where certain choices will lead to different and alternate endings. Right, but those all and all all of it's already pre-assigned though. Uh, yeah, kind of. I think that again, it's like so it's like if you make x y and z, you will make to option A, but if you also do x y z and another x y and z, you might also <laughs> make it to A, but right. there's also like if you did xyz and abc you're going to make it to b yeah. instead of a so right. it's like it's like a certain percentage of the choices that you make will lead to a certain different path so you're pretty sure and i would just love to know like going through a game and i push like i choose all a mm -hmm. and and then i get to this destination and then i play that same game and maybe i choose all b i wonder if the destination would be different i think so you think so yeah okay so taking it back to age of myself i don't know if you ever heard of the the book series slash also the tv series called animorphs no. Animorphs was... Wow, what is that? Dude, Animorphs was so cool. What I, is that? I wanted to be an Animorph. Like, okay. Animorphs was basically about these teenagers. I don't remember how it happened, but all of a sudden, they all got these special abilities to where they could turn into animals. And they had right. to use their powers to fight <clears throat> evil or whatever. Okay. Like, there was this one guy... Is it who, a cartoon? Just no, a book? You said a, book? Well, it was a book series, but it was also like a Nickelodeon like TV okay. series. It was like people, so it was live action or whatever. But there was this one guy, he got he got turned into a hawk, and he got stuck as a hawk. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like, this poor guy got stuck as a hawk. He wasn't a human anymore. But anyway, oh, no! But I was reading the, the stories, and so they had... <laughs> he's, no longer, he's no longer Hawkman. He's just Hawk. He's just Hawk. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> but like I was reading the books and in the books, uh, it was like you'd so get good. to a certain part and it's mm. like, all right, you have this choice. Do you want to go mm -hmm. down this path or do you want to talk to this person or do this? If you choose this path, turn to this page in the book. Hmm. So it's like I skipped a few pages. Mm. I went to page right, 86 right, right, right. because I've, I made I've this choice like that before, and then yeah. I found out I died and I had to start <laughs> over. <laughs> Yes. So like that, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. There were things. It was like this is a definite ending for yeah. you. So it's yeah. like this is not the way the book wanted you to go. See, I, I think I remember, and this is going to be really bad for me to expose this part of my life. But I think I, I think I forget. It's a long time ago. But when I was in middle school, I would go over to a friend's house and we'd have a group of friends. And I'm pretty sure we played D and D. And it, it was like there was like one person who was kind of like the the oracle or whatever you want to call the dungeon them. master the, the dungeon master and we were all just <laughs> lowly peasants right yeah and so like he would be like do you want to do this or do you want to do this and then we would choose and then he would be like okay you walked into this room there's 15 zombies there fight them you know or you know it was another 
I remember a very should distinct... Should have brought Miller out for we this We should podcast, have brought Miller he out. Probably would have really does good he still play Dungeons <laughs> Yes, he does. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So anyways, but I remember one time we, this kid was like, do you want to go into this room or do you want to go into this room? And I was like, well, well, let's go into this room. So we went in that room and he's like, you're all dead. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> hold on now. But he's just making this up as he goes. Like there's nothing that told him. He was just yeah. like coming up with this stuff, creating our own challenges. But in that these... seems like that, that would be a rigged situation. Cause it from, was. From, from my understanding of Dungeons and Dragons or Role playing games and that's and I have very RPG, little yeah, yeah I have very little like experience. Right, I played like too. one game, middle but, school. <laughs> uh, in that situation, when you just walked in that room and you just died, yeah. you're supposed to like roll dice to see if you die. Like so, he could be like, "There's an imminent threat and you're about to die. What happens? You mm. roll the dice and if you make it out, if you do, if you roll, your chances are good or whatever. Then you make it out or you you perish." Mm. So this whole thing is kind of coming into this. Objective conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't know what word I was trying to get to right there. Objective conversation. Objective conversation. The whole. I don't know. I just. I I feel like sometimes people think that they're going to end up where they're going to end up, regardless of anything. So why even try? Or they're going to end up where they're going to end up. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, if you come from wealth, then you're going to end up wealthy. If you come from poverty, you're going to end up poverty. It's like you're almost like we've been dealt this certain hand of cards and Mm -hmm. I've got to play the cards that I've been dealt. And I feel like uh, that's a mentality that maybe like I I think like, you know, I've even been there before. Like, does it really matter? Mm. You know, and the conclusion I've come to for myself is, yes, it does. (laughs) does matter i think there's some things that don't matter in the end well what i'm trying to say is it doesn't matter what cards you've been dealt i believe that those cards can be reshuffled and you can uh you know like a card game i don't know how we went from rpgs to card games now but it's like you know (laughs) if i want new cards i just i throw i discard the ones i don't want and let me go back to the deck and Mm -hmm. get some new cards and see what uh see what i can play now and this is kind of what it's come down to for me is like Every situation that I walk into isn't necessarily a predetermined, doesn't have a predetermined outcome. What if I have more to do with the outcome than maybe people are assuming? Because mm. if, if, if every situation was already predetermined, then why pray? Yeah, yeah. Why, why do we have faith if every situation is already predetermined? Right. You know, um, if it is what it is, right? I mean, that, that, that'd be like the mentality of I mean, we say that all the time. But we I mean, do say it all <laughs> the time. That all it's time. one of my favorite sayings. To be but honest. like, I guess if <laughs> and you, there's a lot of truth if you in that truly in felt <laughs> that way about everything, then you would basically just coast in life and just wait for things to happen to you. But what would really be crazy is if you actually did that, then nothing would happen for your life. Uh, that's true too. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't put any effort into any, like if you just mm. felt like, okay, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, then nothing's going to happen. Well, see, that's, I think, <laughs> I think that's what's the fear of that thought process. Yeah. That's not the fear. That's the, that's the trap of that thought process. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone does think like this. Maybe it's just something that, you know, I was just meditating on for myself and just thinking about for myself is I do believe that that's really the catch 22 of that thought process is then we just end up you know, and I wonder, you and I have been talking a lot about, like, it just seems like some people right now are just very, like, lethargic, and they're just kind of like, It just seems like. You know, and I wonder if that's their mentality. Well, it doesn't matter anyways. It doesn't matter if I make all the right decisions. It doesn't matter if I make all the wrong decisions. I'm still going to end up at this point in mm-hmm. my life. So since I'm going to end up here inevitably, what is the point of even mm-hmm. <laughs> giving my best effort, you know? Like coming to a worship service on Wednesday night or, or Sunday morning, if the end is already predetermined, then what's even the point of me coming and worshiping in here? Because it's not going to change anything. Hmm. It, all this doesn't matter. I feel like maybe it's just me, but I feel like that's a large consensus right now. Why does it even matter? Mm. I do feel that way too. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of people right now that for whatever reason, whether it's just like, 
church hurt or the COVID stuff that's been going on or just like the craziness that's just the world in general. And so maybe they're, they're having a hard time having faith right now and uh, they're having a hard time connecting to God right now, which I hate. And I, I wish that, uh, more people haven't lost their faith in this time. But I do feel like that is one thing is that they have seen so much happen and they haven't felt enough, uh, empathy Mm-hmm. or they haven't felt enough love on the situation. They haven't really seen a lot of Christians actually acting and practicing the ways of Jesus. Okay. I think that that could be a sum of it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's not all of it, but I do know just in my research of people on deconstructionists and all that kind of stuff, that that, that is one thing that I feel like their biggest issue is that they, they're not feeling the love of the ones that say that they preach love. You know what I mean? They're not actually seeing the actions that they're preaching. They're not actually seeing the faith that they say that they have. Well, I got a whole tangent I could go on yeah. there. Like, first of all, your faith's not supposed to be in men. It's supposed to be in right. God anyways. And I hate it when religion gets judged by... The individuals that are part of that religion, it's right. kind of like judging government by the individuals that are part of the government. I believe that government as a whole can be good and can do yeah. good things to help people. There's just certain individuals within the government that I think give it a bad name, but that doesn't mean I throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sure, right? yeah. I don't just say, all right, all government's corrupt, all government's bad, let's throw it out. And I feel like anytime you paint with a broad brush like that, you're, you're doing some danger. Um, and so I would encourage anybody that is of the persuasion that you just spoke of, yeah. uh, look at Christianity based off of the one who has established it, which is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Don't look at Christianity based off of Cody's failures or my failures or maybe even another Christian that you know, because we all have failures. And I do agree, Christians need to do a better job, starting with us. Um, <coughs> I believe everybody can do better. But also one thing that just popped in my mind when we're talking about this if, every, if anybody has the mentality that's watching or listening, if you have the mentality, well, why does it matter? Let me just throw this out there and then Cody can kind of, you know, give his thoughts on it. I think maybe it matters because of the things that you don't know. Mm. Like, we know what we know, but what about the things we don't know? Let me just use a very good example. If we've got a teenager that's up on, on, on our worship team on Wednesday night and they're leading worship and maybe they're thinking to themselves, why does this even matter? Mm. Like, why am I up, why am I up here? Well, maybe it matters because of the things you don't know. Maybe you don't know how you're influencing somebody in that room to be a better follower of Jesus Christ. Mm. You don't know what that's setting you up for in your future. Yeah. When you had to step out in faith and lead worship one night, and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, you've got something going on in your life, and you've got to step out in faith, and you know how to do that because you had to do it lead in worship in your small youth group. Maybe it's the things that we don't know. Mm. Maybe those are the reasons why we need to try yeah. and do the things we're supposed to do. Because maybe it's setting us up for something in the future that we're not sure of or that right. we don't know. Maybe there's a student in the youth ministry and they've got a gift and they've got an ability, but they're scared to step out and use it. But they see you using yours. Yeah. You had no idea that that was going to happen. You had no idea that they were watching. You had no idea that you are going to inspire them in that moment. But yet you are trying and you're doing what you're supposed to do. And through that, God is provoking like the word of God says, let us provoke one another right. unto good works. You doing what you're supposed to do is provoking. That's why we try yeah, yeah. for maybe the things that we don't know mm-hmm. that are going to be revealed to us at a later time. Yeah. And if we just give up and we're like, no, nah, it doesn't matter, then all those things that we don't know about are never going to come to pass. Yeah, I think that just to piggyback off of that, it's like when you come into a worship service or you come into a, a, a message or some kind of a sermon or even when you're just reading your Bible. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there are times where 
I've read a certain scripture and like in that time, it's just kind of like, okay, I read that, you know, and it's just like, I read it, but then like a month later, I was like, oh, mm, that's yep. what that means. Yeah. I understand yeah. now that like, that's what it means to, to let mm. my light shine. You know, that's yeah, yeah, what it yeah. means it's to let good. my good deeds shine before all men so that way he can have, like, I, I feel like I have a better revelation under understanding, like it didn't click in that moment, but because that seed had already been planted, I was able to actually reap the harvest of that seed per se. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think that that's something that, if you are having trouble connecting or engaging in a worship service yep. or in a, in a sermon or something like that, I almost have that mentality of like, look, I might not need this right now, but there's going to be a day where this is going to make sense. There's going to be a day where I might actually have to have a, have, have use of this, this message. I might have to have use of this word yeah. or this time that I believe that the Holy spirit is moving. Like that will come back to my remembrance. And I'll be able to recall on that and use that yeah. as a source of strength or a source yeah, of encouragement sure. uh, or a source of faith to be able yeah. to do things that I feel like I'm supposed to do. Um, that is a way to be excited. That yeah. is a reason to be excited because it's something that's going to build in your build uh, something that will build you in your faith and also build you in your spiritual walk with God. Yeah, and I, I would encourage anybody um, just keep following the path that He has for you, and don't be so moved by what you feel. Don't be so moved by what you see. Um, just be more moved by what God has asked you to do in that moment. Mm -hmm. And even if it doesn't look like it's doing anything great, even if it doesn't look like it's having these wonderful results, uh, you just don't know everything that God's doing. And and we can know the ways of God. We can know the thoughts of God. But there are sometimes, and even the scripture, I don't know where it is, there's certain, the secret things are reserved for the Lord. So he may be doing something in our lives right now that we're completely unaware of. Yeah. Um, I feel like the worst thing we can do is put down, so to speak, the game controller and just be like, I'm done. Yeah. I feel like that's the worst thing we can do. I feel like we just need to continue pressing on and continuing on so that God can continue to do this work on the inside of us uh, because we just don't know, <clears throat> even though I believe he's created us for greatness. I yeah. think he's, I don't think, I believe he's predestined us for greatness, but still to get the, to, to what he's predestined you for, it requires effort on our behalf. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I said this a few podcasts ago, but over in Ephesians 2.10, it says you've been made a masterpiece and that you've been predestined to do the good works that he's called you to mm -hmm. do. And I, I've just like reading that scripture over and over again, you know, because I've been using it in messages the past few weeks. It's just, I've really understood that just because you're predestined to do it doesn't mean that you're going mm, to do that's it. Right, that's like right. you've got to actually want to do yes. it. You've got to put in yes, the work that's to right. be able to do that's these right. good works. Like I can't like say I'm called to be a praise and worship leader and like, you know, maybe mm. I'm supposed to like lead worship, right. but if I never learn how to sing or if I never learn how to play guitar or if I never like even attend a worship service, right. like how am I supposed to do that? You right. know what I mean? I've got to put in the work to get where I'm supposed to yeah. be. And so God has called us. He's predestined things for us yeah. to do, but we have to get with him yeah. and hone our skills, hone our gifts, hone our yep. relationship with him. So that way we're actually able to do the good works we're predestined to do. Absolutely. And and don't make the mistake that thinking those good works only have to do with church. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, I, church is a, and I know you yeah. weren't implying that at all, but I just want to encourage people because, you know, we both listen to Tim Ross on, on podcasts um, from time to time, and, it, and and he said this, and I agree with it, that most of the people that are in church are not called to fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. But just because you're not called to fivefold ministry doesn't mean that God hasn't called you to greatness. Yeah. You know, greatness in the body of Christ is not only the ministers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, we have a very small part in, in, in all of this, but I think God wants your greatness to be seen out in the marketplace. Mm. 
like as a photographer, he wants you to be the greatest photographer on the planet, but he wants you to remember where all that greatness came from, right? And I think just to, you know, also confirm what Cody's talking about, none of this just comes to pass without us trying, mm -hmm. without us going for it. And I think lots of times we just, we want instant gratification. And if we don't see like the instantaneous, we're just like, well, I guess it wasn't God or I guess it wasn't meant to be. I guess I wasn't called to these good works after all. Yeah. And I believe that there's a process there. You know what I mean? You got to keep going. You got to keep grinding. You got to stay with it. You got to remain faithful mm -hmm. to what he's placed in your heart. And uh, another thing Tim Ross said, he said, you know, you hear, you believe, you obey. He said the first HBO. And that's, <laughs> that's what it's all about. You hear, you believe, you obey. So what God has asked you wow. to do in this moment hear from God, believe what he said to you, and then obey. And nothing else should be able to determine that. I'll just use my life as an example. There's been times where I haven't felt like youth ministry was it. Mm. You know what I mean? I've been doing it for 20 years. There's been times where I'm like, is this really? But God hasn't told me anything different. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to stick with what he originally told me. And you don't get very many 42-year-olds that are in youth ministry, you know? And so it's like, I mean, I started when I was 22. God hasn't said anything different. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get into this longevity of doing what he's called us to do. And because we're in longevity of it, we're like, well, did I, there's gotta be something else. Right. It, is God, you know, mm -hmm. am I missing God? Is he not talking? You know, I, a lot of people, and there's nothing wrong with seasons changing and, sure. and seasons do change. Right. You know what I mean? But if God hasn't told you you're in a season change, don't try to make one for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't, problematic. Don't don't make yourself a decision that wasn't actually given to you. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that that's problematic too because even like in those <laughs> thinking back to those video games, it's like there's been these two decisions. It's like well, I want to do my own thing. It's like well, no, you're not going to progress. <laughs> like, like you have to make one that's of these right. decisions yeah. to progress. Like yeah. you can't go an alternate route. Right. So it's like you can't go make your own story, or you shouldn't go make your own story. Ooh, that's like, really good. You know what I mean? Like I we, like that. The, that's the thing mm. that like I, I've always thought was so interesting about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It's like for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. And most people are like, well, I like that plan. It's going to be my plan. But mm. if it's not the plan that they like, they're like, well, Ooh. let me make my own. But it's like, it says, seek me in those times. So it's like, you have to seek the one who made the plan mm. so that we understand Come on the plan. Now. So yes. like, it is his plan for your That's life. That's right. His plan. Yeah. His work for your life. Mm. And so if you want the <clears throat> highest and best for your life, yeah. If you want to live out the highest and best yeah. of your life right now, you've got to seek the one who created the plan. Mm. And that's something that I know we've been like, I don't know if it's like we've just been like, I, I don't, I don't even want to say hyper-spiritual or mystical or whatever. I don't really know the right word for it. But it's just like I've just been so vastly enamored by God is God. You know what yes. I mean? And it's like he Golly. is like. Who am I to argue? <laughs> exactly. Like he's the freaking creator of the universe. You know what I mean? And he, yeah. he's yeah. the one who created yeah. the universe, made a plan for my life. So yeah. why would I want to do something different than that plan? Right. And, and if, if I do anything that's off of that plan, then it's not going to be what God wanted. Yeah. You know, like God made a bird to be a freaking bird. It's yeah. not out there digging holes in the ground yeah. and going under all, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want to be a fish. It's, yeah. You don't see any fish swim. swimming around under the water because die. they would die. Yeah. Gosh, not, that's good. They're not meant to do that. You're not meant to do that. Go and do what God called you to do. You know, what's interesting is I, I don't know why I'm going to show again my spiritual ignorance, but I never put these together. But I also believe it was Jeremiah that went down to the potter's house and watched the, mm. the potter make the pot. So he's talking about in Jeremiah 29, 11, God's made these plans for me, good plans to prosper me, mm. to give me hope, to give me an end. But then he also goes to the potter's house and he says, who is the pot to argue with the maker? Wow. 
So it's like he's saying, God has these plans for you. Don't argue with these plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go with what he's made for you. And, mm-hmm. and it's like that scripture, the steps of the righteous have yep. been what? Ordered, Ordered. by God. Yep. And Jeremiah obviously had a revelation like that. He's like, dude, this guy's making a pot and that pot doesn't necessarily... Have any say in the matter. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> have any say in the matter. They're just agreeing with what the potter is doing. So good. And so we just need to agree with what God is mm-hmm. doing. And that's where true satisfaction lies. Yep. You know, uh, I know we referenced it a lot. I wish I would have said it last night because it was so applicable. I just forgot. But like Colton Dixon said, Jim Carrey said, I wish everyone could be rich and famous so they realize there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. Without God, yeah. <laughs> all the achievements in life are just empty. Mm-hmm. What's the point of having a family without God? What's the point of having a ministry without God? A lot right. of ministers do it. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of having a career without God? What's the point of living this life without God? It's so empty without him, yeah. right? But the point is, is just let the potter be the potter and let us be the clay. Yeah. Let us say, okay, you know what? There's this predetermined destiny out there for me that God's created, these plans he has for me. But in order for me to get from A to Z, I'm going to have to do it his way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to agree with it. I'm going to have to hear, believe, and obey. Yeah. And as I hear, believe, and obey, just follow that path for you. Yep. And if, if there's no, if there's nothing else that's been added to it, then don't try to add to it. Right. And don't let anyone else add to just it. Just marinate with where you're at. Just marinate and just and just go for yeah, it, man. Stay the course. Just amen. Just stay, stay the, the course. course. I think sometimes people think staying the course is boring. You know, been on this interstate for a long time. Geez. Bored. Need to get right. out the car. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go a different direction? Yeah. And sometimes God's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you to go a different direction? I mean, I know people have used this analogy all the time, but it's like you know, if they're on the interstate and like. Let's say we're headed to Orange Beach right now. If you take the interstate, I believe it's probably like what, roughly five hours to yeah. get to Orange Beach right now. Yeah. But if I wanted to, I could make it take a very long time. Mm. If I didn't listen to the GPS and I just took mm. my own way and I just kind of went where I wanted to go, it, mm. I could, it could take me endless mm. hours to get there. Mm. But if I stay the course and I follow directions mm. and I follow what the GPS wants me to do, I will get there at the time that it told me I was going to get there. Mm. And so it's like, if we want to get to where God wants us to go God obey. in the right amount of time, or at least in the time frame that he's trying to get us there, we got to obey. Yeah. And, and, and that's not to harp on anyone that's gotten mm-hmm. off the plan of God. Of yeah. It's for and, all of us. You know, maybe where I met today could have happened five years sooner. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, but I am here today. So that's really ultimately yeah. what matters. I know where I'm supposed to be. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And so right now I'm just listening, hoping I'm yeah. keep going the right direction. You know right. what I mean? I haven't been told otherwise, but that's what we need to do. If you want to do God's highest and best for your life, if you want to have a very fulfilled life, like you were saying, like you could be happy doing something, but you'll never be fully satisfied. <coughs> fully fulfilled. Yeah. You'll never experience true joy. Mm. You'll never experience this abundant life. You'll mm. never experience the fullness of all the things that you need for your life if you're doing something that's off of God's plan. So I want to encourage somebody. We want to encourage somebody. Whatever God's put on your heart to do in this season, if he hasn't called you to a season change, then don't try to change the season. But whatever he's called you to do, I feel really inspired right now to tell somebody this. Don't put down the mantle he's put on your life. Don't, Don't take what God's asked you to do, even if it seems insignificant to you or even if it seems bigger than you. Whatever it is, whichever is the case, don't put it down. Mm. He needs you to carry that mantle. He's given it to you for a reason. He's given it to you on purpose. And if you put it down, then all the things that you don't know that would come to pass if you just carried it will never come to pass. And so it's about taking that mantle, 
and following the steps that God has ordered for you right now in this mm. moment. And as we follow God, he'll illuminate the next step. And that next step may look different than what it is right now, but you just follow God in this step. You follow him in the season that you know, and then revelation is progressive. As you progress and as you follow him, he's going to show you more of the plan, more of the plan, more of the plan. And maybe the plan's going to say, okay, now it's time to go this way. Or maybe it's going to say, now it's time to go this way. Or maybe it's going to continue to say, just keep going this way. Mm. Whatever it is, just stay the course that God has for you. There's so many things in this world, our own intellect, sometimes our friends, sometimes our family, sometimes just the world is large, that tries to pull us away from the plan and the mantle and the anointing of God that is on our life. Just stick with him. Even if you don't know everything, even if it doesn't feel great, even if you're not seeing results, stick with God and you're promised an end, just like he said in Jeremiah. Amen. And I also like to add this just really quick. Add it. It seems like do it because we talked about it. You know, it seems like there's not a lot of excitement right now about maybe some people in their relationship with God. <clears throat> but just take every opportunity, whether it be a worship service or whether it be a message or whether yeah. even your own Bible time. And it might not even feel exciting in that moment, but see it as valuable. See it as something mm. that is going to be helpful for you because that time in His presence, that time in His presence, is absolutely necessary wow. yeah. for you to get to that promised end for your life. And know that in that moment, it might not feel like it's a, a, a huge moment of revelation, but it will be used for your life. Yeah. And you will have it. You'll always have it because you took it seriously. Yeah. You, you came hungry, so you will receive. Amen. So come hungry so that way he can feed you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's exactly right. All right. Yeah. We got to go because we got something we got to do. So I hate to cut this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> Made us so, sound super important. We got, we, we <laughs> we got, got something. We, we got, got something we got to do. We got, we got to put a pin in this. And, you know, I don't know, but we'll see you guys. We actually really do have something. We, we got to go got, do we, so. we, got we got an appointment like in 28 minutes. 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, so, man, yeah, that was a good little conversation. Hopefully, uh, I know, I believe you guys got something today. So get out there, chase after his plan for your life, and it will be fulfilled. It does matter. It does matter. Let's leave it with that. It does matter. Amen. You know, life is not a video game. And these choices we make, they're important mm. and they matter. And so just keep that in mind. It does matter. And your end, it, uh, it was not, you know, even though God said it, and I feel like we're just <laughs> continuing on here, but someone needs to hear this. It's not predetermined. It's uh, your choice. Th- it's your choice. And your choices have a lot to do with where you're going to end up. I would almost say they have everything to do with. Yeah. And so don't let your family tree, maybe you have a good one, maybe you have a bad one. Don't let that determine your future. Maybe you've made some mistakes in the past. Don't let that determine your future. Maybe you've done everything right in the past. Don't let that determine. It's the decisions that we make day to day that determine our inevitable outcome. And so continue to make godly, Amen. wise choices and stick with him and stick with his word. And then you will get to that destination that God has for you. Amen. All right, we love you guys so much, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.